The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023, Tuesday of the fourth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Athanasius, bishop and doctor of the church, born in 296 to a Christian family in Alexandria, Egypt. He entered the priesthood and was eventually named bishop. Athanasius continued the fight against Arianism. The Emperor Constantine exiled Athanasius to northern Gaul. After Constantine died, his son restored Athanasius as bishop. He was deposed once again by a coalition of Arian bishops. Five times Athanasius was exiled for his defense of the doctrine of Christ's divinity. His dogmatic and historical writings are almost all polemic, directed against every aspect of Arianism. St. Athanasius died in 373 A.D. St. Athanasius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Not very long ago, I found myself in a situation that was a little accidental, but there were some people that wanted to ask me questions, and they gathered around me in such a way that I was totally, I was cornered, that there was no, there was no escape, there was no um, hallway or door or anything behind me. I was, I was caught in a corner with this people that had gathered around to ask some questions, the little, maybe a little aggressively, and it was a very tense uh, moment for me because when you're backed into a corner like that and particularly if it's not something that's expected there there's all kinds of ingrained neurological defense you know mechanisms um and that's a little bit like what jesus goes through today uh we hear that it's the feast of the dedication at jerusalem the dedication under judas maccabees and so it's winter and Jesus is walking in the portico of Solomon. This is 
a beautiful little detail that St. John tells us. He's just walking in the portico of Solomon, so it's a covered um, quasi-indoor area, probably because it's a bit colder out. And it sounds like Jesus is just minding his own business. A lot of times we hear about how Jesus is in the temple and he's teaching, he's there to teach the people, and obviously with divine intention he knows that this upcoming conversation is going to happen. But for the most part, it sounds like Jesus is walking through the temple on this feast day, celebrating its dedication, minding his own business. We don't even hear that the apostles are there. They may have been or they may not have been. And Jesus just minding his own business. And this crowd comes over to begin to argue with him, to debate with him. And they they ask him, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you're the Christ, tell us plainly. And the intention behind this is not pleasant, that they're not asking necessarily in good faith. This is not a crowd of people that is pleasant toward Jesus, and they're just, they're, they're excited. Like the, the intention, as St. John relates it, is a bit hostile. Jesus, you're, you're just minding your own business. You're walking through the temple in this winter festivity of its dedication, and this this crowd they they surround you almost, and and they ask very aggressively uh, to just just tell us plainly. Um, one of the church fathers, I think it's Saint Gregory the Great, says that the coldness of the weather is identified with the coldness of the hearts of the people speaking to Jesus. That they're they're not asking in a curious or even in an open way, and maybe. We, as followers of our Lord, have had certain conversations that have happened in this way. Again, maybe we're minding our own business, but somebody knows that we're a Christian. They know that we practice our faith, that we try to live some piety. And then they maybe surround us or maybe just come up to us in a in a odd location. Maybe we're in the supermarket, again, just minding our own business, just trying to buy our groceries. Uh, or maybe we're just going out for a walk in certain parts of the world as the weather's getting a little nicer and maybe just going out for a walk and just trying to get a little exercise. And then someone comes up to us, reminding our own business and, and asks, and again, maybe even a little aggressively, and Jesus, we can identify with you in that. We we can see that this is something that, that you did first uh, and happened to you first as you're walking through the temple. And your response to them is ultimately something that is difficult to comprehend. It's something that's that's a little sad, um, but it is a, a deep spiritual truth, uh, namely that you've already told them that all of the evidence is there, all of the conversations you've you've given more than enough signs. And by the very end of this passage that we read for today's mass, we are you're, you're going to tell them very very blatantly that you are God. Hey, I and the Father are one, right? The Father and I are one. That's one thing that goes back to the Shema in the book of Deuteronomy, right? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And so I and the Father are one, one God. And so you will ultimately tell them, Jesus. Um, but they're not going to believe. No matter how many words you say, we know that they're not going to believe. And that could be our experience as we talk about our Lord with people as they ask us about religious questions or about 
why we need to live our Christian life, why we have to practice any kind of piety. Do we really follow all those moral teachings of the church? Does the church really teach us how to live? And when they ask these questions, a number of times it's a it's a sad part of our current state of affairs, but it's part of the human condition that people don't ask in good faith, that they, they don't really want the answers. And it could be very frustrating to have those, those conversations where someone really is not open to the truth. They're just asking to be antagonistic. And Jesus, you know them. And you talk to this crowd, and you're a model for us that we still can patiently engage in these discussions, but ultimately, someone won't believe everything that you say unless they first believe in you personally. You say, Jesus, you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Jesus, you say that. My sheep, my sheep know my voice. They hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And that that is who we want to be as your Christians. We hear your voice. We know what your voice sounds like. We know you. We love you. And you know us. And people that look at the church from the outside. They, they don't understand this relationship of friendship, this relationship of love that we have with Jesus, that we, we are his friends. And so we hear his voice and we know him and he knows us and we follow him. And ultimately, it's not just about memorizing the catechism of the Catholic Church, as good as that can be. It's not just that someone's going to have an argument, and after winning an argument, all of a sudden, like somebody's Catholic. Now you're you're not really following our Lord till you're part of His sheep, till you're you're part of the family, the family of the children of God. And so we can just encourage. The best thing to do is to invite people to just get to know Jesus. And if they're antagonistic, they they may not want to do that right now. But ultimately, we know we're we're your sheep. We're we're I'm in the flock of the good shepherd. And so I hear the voice of my shepherd, and I know, I know Jesus' voice. I recognize it. We can recognize that when we, when we read scripture, Jesus, when we come to talk to you in these 10 minutes, we know our conversations with you, that we have this, this time of interaction. It's a before caller ID for those that grew up before cell phones and before calls were automatically identified. It was if, if somebody called your house and you recognized their voice. It's a beautiful thing that even through a telephone, without caller ID, without any computers telling you, it's I, I know who you are, right? I know who you are. Mr. Jones, thanks for calling. Like, I, I know exactly who you are. I recognize your voice. Um, oh, that could be a beautiful, um, that's how it is with Jesus, that we, we hear his voice and we know it's him. We know it's Jesus that this is our friend, we have that relationship. And so um, this, is, this is what it means to follow our Lord. And when those, are, those people can be antagonistic at times, uh, okay, that, that happened to Jesus first. But we just keep inviting them that ultimately it's when you're part of the family, when you're part of the flag, that, that's when it all makes sense because it's, it's not about just memorizing doctrines. It's the relationship with the person of Jesus. And 
If people corner us like they did our Lord, well, that's okay. We give the best explanation we can. We invite them into relationship. We make a good defense of the faith. Um, and ultimately, always with charity, inviting them to meet the person of the Good Shepherd. And so we ask our mother to pray for us in this great work to keep us patient and loving and always attentive to the voice of our shepherd, Jesus, who gives us eternal life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak. On the Memorial of St. Athanasius, it's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. 
Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Alleluia. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Alleluia. O Lord, listen to my prayer, and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake, and I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, Lord, let my my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Alleluia. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Alleluia. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Alleluia. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the, the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory, when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless. He will not despise their prayers. 
Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you. That the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion, and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Alleluia. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Alleluia. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Alleluia. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed, but you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, O Lord, establish the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. Alleluia. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, watched, and the Lamb appeared. He was standing on Mount Zion, and with him were the hundred and forty-four thousand who had his name and the name of his Father written on their foreheads. I heard a sound from heaven which resembled the roaring of the deep or loud peals of thunder. The sound I heard was like the melody of harpists playing on their harps. They were singing a new hymn before the throne in the presence of the four living creatures and the elders. This hymn no one could learn except the 444,000 who had been ransomed from the world. These are the men who have never been defiled by immorality with women. They are pure and follow the Lamb wherever he goes. They have been ransomed as the first fruit of mankind for God and the Lamb. On their lips no deceit has been found. They are indeed without flaw. Then I saw another angel flying in mid-heaven, the herald of everlasting good news to the whole world. 
to every nation and race, language and people. He said in a loud voice, Honor God and give Him glory, for His time has come to sit in judgment. Worship the Creator of heaven and earth, the Creator of the sea and the springs. A second angel followed and cried out, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the poisoned wine of her lewdness. A third angel followed the others and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast or its image, or accepts its mark on his forehead or hand, he too will drink the wine of God's wrath, poured full strength into the cup of his anger. He will be tormented in burning sulfur before the holy angels and before the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment shall rise forever and ever. There shall be no relief day or night for those who worship the beast or its image or accept the mark of its name. This is what sustains the holy ones who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. I heard a voice from heaven say to me, Write this down. Happy now are the dead who die in the Lord. The Spirit added, Yes, and they shall find rest for their labors, for their good works accompany them. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. I heard many angels in heaven crying out, Honor, Honor the, Lord the Lord and give, and him, give him glory. Worship, worship him. him. For, for he, he created, created heaven, heaven and earth, the seas and all the streams. Alleluia. I saw the mighty angel of God flying in mid-heaven. He cried out with a loud voice, Honor, Honor the, the Lord and give him glory. Worship him, for he created heaven and earth, the seas and all the streams. Alleluia. From a Discourse by St. Athanasius, Bishop. The Word of God incorporeal, incorruptible, and immaterial, entered our world. Yet it was not as if he had been remote from it up to that time, for there is no part of the world that was ever without his presence. Together with his Father, he continually filled all things and places. Out of his loving kindness for us, he came to us, and we see this in the way he revealed himself openly to us. Taking pity on mankind's weakness and moved by our corruption, he could not stand aside and see death have the mastery over us. He did not want creation to perish and his father's work in fashioning man to be in vain. He therefore took to himself a body, no different from our own, for he did not wish to simply be in a body or only to be seen. If he had wanted simply to be seen, he could indeed have taken another and a nobler body. Instead, he took our body in its reality. Within the Virgin, he built himself a temple, that is, a body. He made it his own instrument, in which to dwell and to reveal himself. In this way, he received from mankind a body like our own, and since all were subject to the corruption of death, he delivered this body over to death for all, and with supreme love offered it to the Father. He did so to destroy the law of corruption passed against all men, since all died in him. 
The law, which had spent its force on the body of the Lord, could no longer have any power over his fellow men. Moreover, this was the way in which the word was to restore mankind to immortality, after it had fallen into corruption, and summon it back from death to life. He utterly destroyed the power death had against mankind, as fire consumes chaff by means of the body he had taken and the grace of the resurrection. This is the reason why the Word assumed a body that could die, so that this body, sharing in the Word who is above all, might satisfy death's requirements in place of all. Because of the Word dwelling in that body, it would remain incorruptible, and all would be freed forever from corruption by the grace of the resurrection. In death, the Word made a spotless sacrifice and oblation of the body he had taken. By dying for others, he immediately banished death for all mankind. In this way, the Word of God, who is above all, dedicated and offered his temple, the instrument that was his body, for us all, as he said, and so paid by his own death the debt that was owed. The immortal Son of God, united with all men by likeness of nature, thus fulfilled all justice in restoring mankind to immortality by the promise of the resurrection. The corruption of death no longer holds any power over mankind, thanks to the Word, who has come to dwell among them through His one body. You are a chosen race, a holy nation, a people God has claimed as His own. Who proclaim the marvelous works of Him who has called us out of darkness, into his own wonderful light. Alleluia. The Lord chose you and freed you from the land of slavery. Proclaim the marvelous works of him who has called us out of darkness into his own wonderful light. Alleluia. Almighty and ever-living God, who raised up Bishop St. Athanasius as an outstanding champion of your son's divinity, mercifully grant that, rejoicing in his teaching and his protection, we may never cease to grow in knowledge and love of you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023, the Memorial of St. Athanasius. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord is pretty well cornered. It's from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of John. It was the feast of the dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered round him. How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness to me. But you do not believe, 
because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, and no one shall snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, there are many ways, indeed, that the faith can be spread, but the most common is one by one, between people who are already close to each other. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. There were many roads leading to the faith, some of them extraordinary ones, as with St. Paul. Our Lord called others through the example of a martyr. Mostly the good news got known through a work companion, a neighbor, a fellow prisoner or traveler, and so on. Already in apostolic times, it was customary to baptize children before they reached the use of reason. St. Paul baptized whole families and, like the other apostles, passed on the practice to the whole church. Origen was able to write two centuries later, the church has inherited from the apostles the practice of baptizing even infants. The Christian homes of the early faithful were so different on the outside from any others. Parents passed on the faith to their children, and these in their turn did likewise. In this way, the family became the main pillar for the grounding of Christian faith and morality. Christian homes being steeped in love were havens of peace, often in the midst of misunderstandings, calumnies, and persecutions from without. In the home, children learned the morning offering, how to be thankful and bless the table, how to turn to God in good times and in bad. What parents taught their children came with the naturalness of life itself, and so the family thus fulfilled its mission as educator. The following is the advice given by St. John Chrysostom to Christian couples. Show your wife you appreciate her company a lot, and that you prefer to be at home rather than outside, because she is there. Show her a preference among all your friends and even above the children she has given you. Love them because of her. Pray all together. Learn the fear of God. Everything else will flow from this like water from a fountain, and your house will be filled with bounty. At other times, it is a son or daughter who is the one responsible for spreading Christianity in their family. They attract other brothers and sisters to the faith, and then perhaps their parents, who in turn bring the uncles and aunts. Even the godparents end up being involved. There are many Christian devotions which can be practiced in the home, reciting the rosary, having pictures and statues of Our Lady, making cribs at Christmas, blessing the table, and many more. If these are looked after, they will help to make the home always a friendly place, characteristic of a Christian family where people are taught from their earliest years to speak to God and His Most Holy Mother with naturalness. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen minutes before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer. Again, we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. does the will of my Father will enter the kingdom of heaven. Alleluia. Whoever does the will of my Father will enter the kingdom of heaven. Alleluia. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning 
I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. Whoever does the will of my Father will enter the kingdom of heaven. Alleluia. Let all the nations, O Lord, know the depths of your loving mercy for us. Alleluia. Let Let all the nations, O Lord, know the depths of your loving mercy for us. Alleluia. Blessed are you, and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us. For the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your holy one, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and we pray to you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. and And will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let Let all the nations, O Lord, know the depths of your loving mercy for us. Alleluia. The Lord is my refuge and my Savior. Alleluia. The Lord is my refuge and my Savior. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, 
who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him? Mortal man that you keep him in mind. Man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow. Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your Church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light, and unite us under the one banner of love that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life. The, the Lord, Lord is my refuge and my Savior. Alleluia. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Simply I learned about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God to whom the gifts they have from discipline command them. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Alleluia, alleluia. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Alleluia, alleluia. With joyful praise let the church tell forth. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Alleluia, alleluia. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Alleluia. Christ is the good shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of shepherd of souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty and ever-living God, who raised up the Bishop St. Athanasius as an outstanding champion of your Son's divinity, mercifully grant that, Rejoicing in his teaching and his protection, we may never cease to grow in knowledge and love of you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.